brought to you by... For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Searchcast. Featuring search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. Keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search engine marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of the prior days happening in your world. The Daily Searchcast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, MSN. And search, ask, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your hosts. Good morning, everybody. It's Todd, the oil man, freezing here on January 23rd. It's a rainy, dreary Tuesday morning here in Victoria, and I have the man, Detlev Johnson, on with me. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Hey, Todd, how are you? I'm doing okay. Fighting a little bit of a cold. You know, that, that January wet weather, raspy chesty cold thing but uh can't complain otherwise finally got my truck back from the shop yeah that's good don't know if you were part of that part in on part of that whole that whole story but i managed to smash it into a light post just before christmas (laughs) yeah yeah did uh did fourteen thousand dollars damage to it it was uh was fantastic (laughs) well you got it back now that's good i got it back and it looks better than when i bought it so i can't complain well you can't complain about that no, that's, it's been, that's it's been for cold sure. here. In, it's been cold here in Chicago, as everybody knows. Watching the game last weekend, so. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So, so well, anyways, enough about weather. Enough about trucks. People are tuned in. They want to know what is happening in the search world. And uh, I'm one of those people because I don't have a clue, man. So Philip, you don't have a clue, okay? Well, I've been <laughs> uh, I've been catching up, and there's uh, definitely a lot going on. And uh, we'll pick up from where Danny left off yesterday. Um, Perfect. Publicroutes.com is a site that helps you find directions from uh, point to point in several cities, uh, including New York, New Jersey, Chicago, Connecticut, Philadelphia, and Texas. Now they've added a bunch of languages, and I suppose what this kind of infers is that with adding French, Spanish, German, Italian, Portuguese, Dutch, Greek, Swedish, and Chinese traditional and simplified Chinese, that is, Japanese, Korean, and Russian, they kind of plan to go international. (laughs) You think? (laughs) (laughs) So it may be more than U.S. cities coming to publicroots.com to you soon. It's interesting to me that they would do the whole language thing that aggressively before adding, you know, some more cities. Could be, but I, I suspect 
that there would be these uh, speakers, these native speakers uh, that might be living in the U.S. and would want to use this system anyway. But you're sure. right. It's sort of like if them if they're inferring that they're going to expand internationally, they've already added the languages. So at least you can get a sneak peek of where they might be thinking. Well, and, and with with a service like this, it's not like it's a bunch of unique article content, right? It's directions and and so forth. So machine translation probably works serviceably well for something like this. So that may be a reason that, that they've rolled out the languages ahead of any other cities. It was All easy. your base are belong to us kind of thing? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you make a good point. You know, in terms of directions, it would probably make a lot of sense that, you know, would the machine translation wouldn't have to work so hard trying to translate just a simple set of directions from one place to another. That's a good point. What else we got going on? What else we got going on? Well, um, Suggest Local uh, is a site that uh, is trying to be, it's kind of like a new social networking site that where you can hook up with uh, your friends and family and stuff. Because and we don't have quite enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and if, there are, if there are things that you might be inclined to do as a group, then this is a helpful little site that uh, includes things like Yahoo ratings to balance the results, but basically... Um, it's uh, sort of a new site, that a new social networking site, which, you know, you, you might be thinking to yourself as you hear that, ah, gee, you know, i got to create another account, <laughs> another user login, another social, social media site. Well, actually, this site makes it relatively simple. Uh, you don't have to ask all your friends and family to create an account in order for to use it. But it's um, a site that can help you uh, find interesting things to do as a group and uh, kind of you know vote with your friends and family what might be cool things to do and events in group events and things. Suggest local. Well, it's a bit of a different angle on that. With uh, you know the like, I could see that you something like that would work really well for like you know you're having a family reunion and in you know someone's hometown. Everybody's coming in. You're trying to organize the event, you know. So you know, along those lines. I mean, we had a family reunion a little bit ago on on my wife's side, and and we just set up a Yahoo group to mm-hmm. you know organize it, which is pretty cumbersome. But if you got something, you know, this sounds a little bit more useful as far as suggesting, uh, you know, uh, local things to do and voting on them and and that sort of thing. A little more collaborative effort for putting together big group activities. Yeah, if they make it simple, that'd be great. You know, I mean, uh, there are a lot of tools like that. I mean, you could use uh, a shared uh, spreadsheet like, uh, what was it? What do they call it these days? Google's spreadsheet <laughs> or their words and docs uh, area. And you can create, you know, calendaring and all this other stuff. So there's a lot of ways you can go about it, but it all requires that people have a user login and other things. This might make it a little simpler, so... Excellent. That's nice. There's a great article up um, uh, on the Google OneBox patent application. I'm guessing it was Bill Slosky that put it up. He's our resident patent expert. And yes, it looks like it is. I just checked the credits. So um, he is always putting up information in great depth about patents. And uh, he has written a pretty in-depth thing on Google's one-box patent, which is the, you know, the area above the natural search results when, you know, but below AdWords that uh, gives you more, perhaps more accurate information if you 
conduct a certain kind of query that will trigger the one box. It could right. be anything from, like, you know, uh, access to uh, airline information if you go if you do a search for like New York to Paris or something of that kind or other types of things, it could be stock ticker information, all the things that they fill into that one box. Um, if you want to learn a little bit more about how that uh, patent goes and what you know they originally filed, go check it out. That one's always been interesting to me, especially when you take the, like the New York to Paris or you know the, the travel one because you, know, you, get, you get the one box thing pop up there and you've and you got your links, you've, you've got all the big OTAs, Expedia and, and, and so forth, uh, Orbits and everything. And I've always been curious a little bit as to who decided which three or four to put there, who decided what order they go in, and who's writing the check. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is curious because you got, you got everything. You, got, you know, you got your price lines and your Orbits and your, and your Kayak.com, and you know, you, there's, there's, there's a multitude of you know, perfectly valid things to put in the one box there. Right. And, you know, it, the, the default is the boring, you know, you know, I'm looking at it right now, Expedia, Hotwire, Orbits, Priceline, Travelocity. It's actually expanded since what it was a little bit ago. But uh, I, I've been curious. Maybe I'll have to go read the patent, see if it allows anything for, uh, for you know, revenue and influence and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely... <laughs> One way in which you can peek into what essentially they were, you know, planning originally with the patent, and what uh, it might give you a little hint as to how the thing operates. You know, I think um, in my own suspicion about how how it all came about would be if someone were to type a recognizable query like New York to London, and you know, it, it's relatively obvious, or at least with a high degree of confidence, you can figure out what that query is about. And you can pre-populate maybe links to the major online travel uh, agencies, the OTAs. Then basically, uh, by providing that, you're doing a useful service to the searcher. Mm-hmm. They just got a one-click thing, and it'll go right to a page that pre-populates New York to Lon- uh, New York to Paris or London or wherever. So I think that probably in the beginning it was more like, hey, let's produce this facility for search users, and ultimately became a thing like, well, hmm, how how else are we gonna? <laughs> You know, how can we make this so that it profits Google? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's often things start rather innocently, and then they turn to that, you know, that evil greed thing. You know? Yeah, it's really all about how how can we make sure that people never have to go anywhere else but other than you know Google. Yeah, the Google. Well, you know, it's it's not going to be called the Internet anymore. It's going to be called the Google, and. <laughs> Yeah, every domain name outside of Google dot whatever is going to cease to be relevant to anything, <laughs> and we're all just going to go home. We're all going to have. We're not going to need computers. We're, not going, we're going to just have direct pipelines to the plex. Yeah, yeah. Net neutrality will be known as just Google dot com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, speaking of Google, there are. Um, at least 10 Google feeds that uh, it's recommended that you uh, subscribe to. Danny, I believe Danny posted this, uh, a whole host of really excellent ones. In fact, one which combines them all. <laughs> um, one the, feed to rule uh, them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the first one, he says, all official Google Blogs feed. It basically, it's a feed that Danny was asking Google for, and they gave him an address. And on the posting, it's the number one feed. It says, you know, you can basically 
turn your Google reader into one, and that one feed would combine all the major uh, blogs. Then, of course, you still might want some other feeds, uh, and the other nine suggestions are, are such. Um, Google press releases. This is the official PR line directly from Google. Uh, blog search feed, which is useful because you can subscribe to see who's commenting on your blog if you subscribe that way. Um, the news search feed, of course, if you subscribe like a keyword, then you can get news really configured for you. Of course, there's a widget on the personalized page that does that as well. The Gmail feed, but there's a warning here, and this is the number five you know, recommended feed. The warning is that if you use a web-based um, feed reader like uh, the Google Reader or Blog Lines, and you happen to make it public, or you're not sure what that means, you basically share it, uh, it is possible that uh, people would be able to see the subjects and descriptions of your email. So look out if you subscribe to the Gmail feed and you use a public reader. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, nobody would use Gmail for anything real anyways, right? I mean, <laughs> Hopefully not, but I know there's lots to do. <laughs> Uh, there's a Google video feed as well, which is interesting. And even though you can't subscribe to like a frugal feed, there is Google Base, which is the next best thing. Of course, if you're into Google Groups, then there's Google Groups feed, which would be another one you'd want to subscribe to. Um, and the last two, the Google, Google Personalized Homepage feed and uh, Google Web and other search feeds. You can actually configure a search, and when different results uh, populate that, query result set, then you can get informed via feed. And you can do that with more than just Google. You can actually do that with other engines, too. You can subscribe, basically, to a search result. When things change, you can catch the difference. Yeah. And by the way, this article over at, uh, with, the, with all the feeds is over at Search Engine Land, and it is over on Dig as well. So everybody that uh, you know, is tuning in, head over to Dig and uh, dig it, if you don't mind. <laughs> That's right. See if we can't uh, get Danny in a little more trouble with Dig. <laughs> uh, we got a little bit of Dig coming up. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and Google Germany apparently uh, it's back up, but uh, the domain for a short time changed hands three times last night. <laughs> There's a posting on Search Engine Land about it. Let me drop it into the chat room. I've been neglecting the chat room. I, I was um, wondering about that because Danny IM'd me. I, we, were, we were chatting on IM a little bit yesterday, and, and, and he all of a sudden, out of the blue, just IMs me, just goes, shit, and IMs me google.de. And, yeah. it, and it resolved fine, and I was like, you know, what's going on? And he's like, oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently the domain changed hands several times, and there was a little bit of incommunicado between the... Uh, um, the uh, hosting companies and the uh, registrars, and uh, that was the cause for the temporary outage, but it's back up. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back. The Daily Search Cast will be back after this short break. Stay tuned. 
For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Wow. I never saw anyone fish with such a wide net before. Oh, really? I don't like fishing with a pole. Can't catch the big ones fast enough. No kidding. You've got a bunch. Yeah, I know. This wide net gives me great distribution and reach. Really? How's it work? Well, fish like to move around to various parts of the lake, so by casting a wide net, I gather fish from everywhere they congregate. Wow, that's pretty smart. Thanks. Wide nets work. And they make you look smart. If you're looking to cast a wider net and fish where the fish are, Look Smart Advertising Solutions can help. Go to signup.looksmart.com to learn more. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to the Daily Search Cast. Here's your host, search engine analyst Danny Sullivan. And we are back, wrapping up the last segment of Search Cast for Tuesday, January 23rd. Todd Friesen, Detlev Johnson, your hosts for today. And uh, Detlev's already got the next, uh, next topic rolled up here, ready to go, and it's a good one. Oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> and we've got, uh, we've got Let's Get Social, a new column uh, from Search Engine Land where uh, you can expect to have all your uh, social commentary. Um, and it's uh, provided with uh, Neil Patel and Cameron Altuas. So that's a new column coming. And on the heels of that uh, new column and social, um, there's the, forget ABCs, there's the social media alphabet, which is, I guess they say, DNRS. Everybody knows A is for ask, G is for Google, M is for Microsoft or Live.com, and Y is for Yahoo. A is for ask, G is for Google, okay, whatever. <laughs> Only Dan so, is allowed to sing on this network. I better, I better refrain. <laughs> okay, so... We've got an alphabet soup here for social media, and in case uh, you're, you know, you know, sort of just getting into social media, these are the big ones. D for dig, and we talked about dig just a second ago. I guess this might get them back in good graces. Eh? It's on search and let dig. D is for dig, N for Netscape, and R for Reddit, and S for stumble upon. What are these social sites? Well, dig, as you know, is... Um, if you're aware, there's uh, sort of sharing news stories that come out, and it can be dug or dig several million times, and then it'll make a story very popular. Uh, Netscape, which is pretty much similar to dig, but moving on, there's uh, Reddit, which is uh, another social news site. All these are very similar, but StumbleUpon is the one I want to really describe here, because this is kind of cool. Um, basically, it's a combination toolbar site, and uh, as you stumble upon things, you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down, and you do it with your toolbar, and this is a way for, sort of in a way, to create, in my opinion, sort of a new angle on what otherwise would be a cool web ring. You remember those web rings, you know? 
click on a random site from this web ring? <laughs> well, I, I used to love web rings, man. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know uh, what a web ring is, it's sort of like a collection of similar sites in a you know themed web ring type thing. Whatever topic it is that you happen to be interested in, if, if a site belongs to it, the web ring links are at the bottom, and you can click on the next one in the ring or then so on and so on. Sort of like a circle of sites that are topically uh, categorized. Excellent. Yeah, you know, and StumbleUpon, I got to, you know, I, I actually, I don't use it. I really need to sign up and get using it. But Canadian, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I even need to say anything more about that. <laughs> Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> and I do believe that it's actually the, 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 the creator is originally from Calgary, which was which is my hometown. So Canadian and Calgarian, I mean... Well, there you go. I mean, you don't even have to. You just really... There's nothing more to say about StumbleUpon. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> God, I used it a long time ago. i got to go check it out again. I'm going to so, sign up right now. The more the more that people use such a thing, of course, the better it becomes. And that's with almost any social media. You know. I guess D for dig. You know, I guess they're forgetting delicious, too. One of those things. Anyway, hint, hint. <laughs> so the well, next, but, but delicious doesn't have the same. I mean, no. It, 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 delicious isn't the isn't the push that everything else is. I know. I mean, but social dig, dig is out there pushing information out there, right? So right. Yeah, it's more. I guess you know, uh, for useful for yourself. Exactly. So um, moving right along, SEO Moz Rand Fishkin. Does it again. Posts another awesome uh, rundown of something cool for SEO in this in this uh, latest blog posting called Best Practices for Title Tags. It gives 10 uh, pretty good, uh, useful information, uh, meaty uh, information for those who are new to SEO about title tags. Things like how, how long it should be, whether you should include your business name or not, um, how you might want to demarcate from one phrase from another with a separator of some kind. Useful things. There's ten things to do with title tags. Well, I have the posting up here. Let's see. The first one... <laughs> no, I got here. it up here. I'm just... Yeah, I just <laughs> like to pick on Rand a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I like the number three. The number three is pretty good. Incorporate you your keyword phrases. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that just like... Yeah, that's pretty, pretty you know, straightforward. It, yeah, it, it's interesting to see Rand come out with this you know, best practices for title tags and make, you know, it's a significant post. It's article length for just title tags on the heels of the whole little thing, you know, that, that Shoe Money and I had and, and, and the, the basic SEO, on-page SEO stuff is is overrated and, and, and Kevin and, and Dave over at Did It talking about how SEO is overrated and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then Rand comes along going, Okay, I'm going to take title tags and make a whole article about it. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, like, you know, good for you, Rand. I mean, that's oh yeah, just... T- titles are always going to be important. It's just period. I mean, titles go into bookmarks. I, I, I repeat this a lot, but it's really true. They're, they're your default bookmark text. They're your minimized browser button text that goes into the Windows operating system. You know, you, that's why search engines rely on them because they're important for other reasons than just you know getting rankings. For goodness sake, you've got all these different ways in which titles are used by a varieties of software, and there's just you know they're important. They always will be, 
And so, sure, it's SEO tactic numero uno. You've got to learn about how to do this. And so there's 10 useful tips. Thank you, Rand. Uh, let's move through a couple quickies uh, like um, Google adds RSS snippets to the personalized homepage. You now have a little plus sign, minus sign, so you can extract and uh, combine, um, <coughs> contract and expand, I should say, uh, little uh, snippets from postings in your RSS reader. Um, <laughs> use Microsoft Live, and they have a January thing running where they will donate to some charities. Uh, if you use or visit uh, teamseattle.live.com, they'll donate a dollar for every search you make, uh, up to 25000 to Team Seattle, which uh, uh, is contributes to the Children's Hospital. And there's also uh, called 9million.org. That's another promotion. So if you if you uh, go to clickforthecause.live.com, and that's the number four, click number four, thecause.live.com, then again, uh, Microsoft will contribute for research you do. Um, the uh, Google Site Exclusion Tool, and if you're running AdWords and you want not to have your site appear on some content network uh, pages because you find them low quality, you can exclude those sites. Uh, they've lifted a cap. There used to be a cap on the number of sites you can exclude. Now you can basically paste a huge list in there if you've got a list of sites you don't want your ads to run on. Uh, Google also has taken action to strip confidential information from their their tool, the blacklisting tool. Like uh, if, if uh, a site may be a phishing site, then um, uh, they basically want to warn you if you're using the Firefox browser and uh, the Google toolbar. So uh, the problem with that is that the blacklist itself contained potential login information because it was URLs, right? And so there might be login information in the URL itself. So Google's now taken action to remove that so that it's no longer a problem. That's a story that's been around for a little bit. Google's going to be testing video ads. They're launching a new test with uh, videos from BMG and Warner Music Group. So if you're interested in advertising via Google's video ad network, then go check it out because they're going to run a test. Um, and pretty much the final thing here is that I'm going to cover on the podcast is Sempo's Institute. The online school for SEMs has now been announced. I'm so glad you didn't let me down. <laughs> like, dude, I hope you're covering. I hope you're covering Sempo Institute, man. <laughs> there you go. There you have it. I will go ahead and read the topics. It looks like you've got 14 titles and 15 says and more. Dot dot dot. It's history of search engines, how search engines work, linking in directories, keywords. SEO web design, copywriting, SEO roadblocks, submissions, tracking and reporting, pay-per-click one, pay-per-click two, current innovations, intellectual property, SEO and PPC resources, and more. So there you have it. Do we have, okay, uh, S, okay so I was just going to say, do we have any information on pricing for this? I'm over at sempo.org, and I'm having right. a look around. And... We have SEM Fundamentals, $499. Which and tracks that, would that include? That's the general public track. Okay. So so if you, if you go to sempo.org slash learning underscore center slash institute, <coughs> pardon me, 
What? There's a general public link. Members of some. There's a whole bunch of different links here. Mm-hmm. Members of Sempo, you can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, that's you. You have to have a membership, obviously. And I don't have one, so I have no idea what's under under that. Students and military personnel, two hundred and fifty dollars uh-huh. for the SEM fundamentals. So it doesn't. It seems to be that it's it's one. It, from what I'm looking at here, it's one kind of course that covers all those things, and it's four hundred ninety nine dollars to the general public, two hundred fifty dollars to military, and uh, I don't know what it is for simple members. Right. But, in, interesting. I mean, this is kind of thing we've been waiting for for a long time, and I think we've been waiting for Sempo to do it for a long time just to see what what they would do. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how it pans out and how it's presented because, you know, the thing we always talk about with anything course-related, you know, we talk, talk you know, some, some friend is, you know, taking a course about search at university, and we're like, well, you know, by the time they write the textbook or put together the course material, it's all out of date. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think doing it online through something, you know, something more organized like a Sempo that is really on, I can't believe I'm going to say this, is really, well, supposed to be on top of everything. Um, it might work, you know. <laughs> it, 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 supposed to be on top of everything. Well, sure, you're going to get a lot of the experts who are members of Sempo and are also uh, contributors to the Sempo cause that are putting a lot of effort into this course material. And so... You can at least guarantee a level of quality with regard to the course material. So if you're interested in uh, this course, whether it be for learning more or for having something you know, to hang on your wall, a placard or for your desk or whatever, then um, go check it out. And the link's dropped in the chat room. I save one story for tomorrow. I can't wait to talk about it. It's pretty cool. You can get a heads up by checking out the Search Engine, Log, uh, Search Engine Land blog I'm looking at Tell Me. I, we'll talk about it tomorrow, so tune in. And uh, that's what we have, Todd. Excellent. Thanks so much for all the great information, Detlef. Thanks, everybody, for listening in. And we'll catch you all tomorrow morning. Catch you tomorrow. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge? Your bottom line. Network with your peers? Then stay tuned in webmasterradio.fm where you can listen live or in podcast format to our award-winning exclusive radio shows hosted by the most respected names in the internet world. Hi, this is Katie Kempner. Please join me Tuesdays at 2 o'clock for The Hook at the intersection of advertising and PR while I talk with my friend, industry leaders, about the state of the industry today right here on webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm, putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log in now.